everyone. Welcome to Breaking Through Barriers. I'm your host, Amanda Myris, and today I am interviewing Rebecca with First Steps of Sanity. Hi, Rebecca. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing today? Pretty good. How about you? Good. Thanks for coming on the podcast. I'm super excited to have you. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate it. This is going to be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I was like um, super excited because uh, everything that you were telling me that you do, I think my listeners will really get a lot from it. So yeah. <laughs> That's really great. I'm glad. I'm always here to help people, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about you, like where you're from, what you do and everything like that. Yeah. So I'm actually in Florida. I'm in Tampa, Florida. So I'm where all the car accidents happen. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh, it's crazy down here, <laughs> especially now with like snowbirds. Like, I just saw uh, a Vermont tag that said skinny dipping, and it was like <laughs> a 70 plus couple in there. I'm like, you're like, wait a second. <laughs> like, I saw it and I was like, oh, it's some teenagers on like some break or something. And then I pass them and I'm like, oh, uh, okay, that's not bad. All right. <laughs> that's so um, funny. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> um, but I started uh, First Steps of Sanity uh, a little over a year ago, and it kind of like transformed into this weird multidimensional thing. So I had uh, had a kind of like a traumatic event happen, and I was like, all right, I don't want to just sit here and like deal with it. I want to do something about it. So I started to kind of like write a book. And I never finished it, to be honest. Like, I'll probably circle back to it at some point. But then I was like, I don't want to write a book. I want to write blog posts. And I was like, I can teach this. And then, like, over, like, a six-month period, it evolved into this really amazing, like, coaching business where I'm, like, helping women who, you know, go through the same things that I used to go through many years ago and help them overcome their anxiety, help them, you know, heal and move forward with the life that they want, accomplish goals, kind of really hone in on that mindset that they've always wanted. And it's been so much fun. And I'm yeah. like a baby entrepreneur. And I'm just like, I love it. it. That's so awesome. Uh, so I like that you help other people and women get over anxiety and stuff. And you said that that's something that you would, you experienced and you went through. How, how were you able to get over it and get through that? Yourself? I wasn't so much as like get over it per se, as yeah. much as it was to like kind of overcome and manage it. Mm -hmm. I went to a total of 13 therapists wow. that none of them helped me like wow. at all. <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah. It was, it was not, <laughs> it was not my forte. And they all just like would end every session with, Oh, well, you're not going to get where you want to get unless you take like Xanax. Ugh. And I'm like, okay, but like, I have a family, like a huge, like addiction problem in my family. And you want to give me Xanax? Mm -mm. Like yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't add up in my head. And um, so I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to figure it out on my own. And it was a lot of trial and error. It was a lot of like trying this and doing that. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not an essential oils person and that works for some, but it doesn't work for me. And I ended up finding like just a really good routine. I figured out that for me, I have high functioning anxiety. Routines are so vital for me. Mm -hmm. If I get up and I'm doing you know, consistent things and I'm drinking, you know, enough water and I'm eating the right foods and I'm getting the exercise in and, you know, I'm working on the mindset and just sitting with my feelings too was a big one for me. Cause I'm yeah. like the kind of person that's like, don't tell anybody, hide mm. it. Like I was the yeah. class clown, like the worst day I would come in and just make everybody laugh. And then I'd go home and just break. 
oh no yeah. that's and usually how it is usually the people that make you laugh and that they uh help other people like be positive they're the ones struggling the most that's why i always say like check in with your friends that always seem okay <laughs> yeah yeah check in on your strong friends yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm always every time that meme circles facebook i always know i'm like all right i'm about to get like 10 messages <laughs> it always happens they're like hey you're my strong friend how are you doing i'm like i love it like i appreciate that yeah that's nice <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> I could so, go on for like years on this. <laughs> so looking back when you first started, uh, is there anything that you would do differently? Honestly, uh, no. Most of my life, like there's only one regret that I really have and I'm not even sure I would change it because I, I kind of have like this strong belief that, you know, things work out the way that they have to work out and you do the things that kind of like you're meant to do and if you change it, it could change a lot of other things. And I don't, you know, I like where my life's at. I don't want to change my life where it's at now. And it kind of sucks some of the things you had to do to get there. But when you get to that end point, you're like, it made right, you who it was you, worth it. Yeah. And it made you who you are. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And stronger and everything like that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so when first starting out, if you could like talk to your younger self, what is one piece of advice you would give your younger self? So I went actually undiagnosed for the majority of my life. It wasn't until my dad passed away that my mom was like, all right, you need to go to therapy. And I spent most of middle school, all of high school thinking I was crazy. I was like, there's something wrong with me. Like nobody wow. can know, like I have to keep it in. Like, I don't want to be, you know, Baker acted or like sent to the loony bin. Like if I tell somebody what I'm actually feeling, what I'm thinking, yeah. And I wish I could just go back and tell her like, you're fine. You're okay. You're not crazy. There's nothing wrong with you. Like this is normal. Like the majority of women at some it. point in their life is going to go through this. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you help other women and you focus on like mental health. I think that's a huge thing that needs to be discussed more openly just because it's such a, everyone has mental health issues and people just try and hide it. How have you helped somebody that really helped you? Like helping other people will help you. So uh, is there somebody that you're like, wow, like this helped me more, I think. So my best friend, actually, she's, uh, she's gone through a lot within her life. Actually, the both of them have gone through a lot within their life. And we have like this three-person group chat and we'll constantly build each other up. But it's so funny to see like all the things that we tell her she comes back at us now when we're having bad days and she just repeats really? it. And I'm like, son of a bitch, you just Rebecca'd me. <laughs> like, how'd you do that? Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> and it's just like kind of cool to see other people that are going through the same thing as you. Mm -hmm. And like, it's kind of, it's shitty in a way. Cause it's like, wow, I'm sorry you have to go through that, but it's cool. Cause it's like, okay, I'm not alone. Like yeah, that's great. To that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we all want, like as humans, is to not be alone, you know? So when you kind of validate yourself in that way, it's so amazing. And it just really helps you to like hone in on that. I'm normal. Like, I'm good. I got this. Like, I can accomplish anything I want. Exactly. It's all about mindset and then having a good uh, tribe with you that helps like boost you up and everything like that. Yes. Tribe uh, is so important. It is. Yeah. You're, it's, some people are like, oh, I just like being alone. And it's like, well, no, everybody likes to like have somebody and be loved. Like that's humans were meant to be loved and like meant to socialize and stuff like that. 
Um, so you said that you, a way that you helped with your anxiety was to do a routine and a schedule. It's nice that you like work for yourself and everything, but did COVID like quarantine, did that really affect your mood and your mental health? Honestly, uh, a little bit for the claustrophobia, but it, um, mm. I have like a thing with people being in my personal bubble. And then when COVID happened in Florida, it was like one of the worst areas to be in. Yeah. And then on top of that, I swear, man, every person in the grocery store did not give a shit. Really? <laughs> yeah. They would like just would get closer to you is what it felt like. So my big thing was like claustrophobia. Like it got so bad and I'm not like a natural claustrophobic, but it's just when people surround me and then like, and then with everything going the on, yeah. kind of came in and I was like, I'm losing it. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I just got grocery like delivery and I was fine. I was like, all right, we're good now. <laughs> Yes, the power of technology. Right? Yeah. <laughs> can you and imagine, I, like, I was telling one of my girlfriends, can you imagine going through quarantine without technology? <laughs> like, that sounds terrible, but... It would be horrible. There was a lot of Netflix, and, like, it actually kind of helped me because I, um, I quit my nine to five because it just got to be too much with the COVID. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were exposing people and not telling them, and Mm-mm. it was a whole hot mess. So I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I'm out. So it actually like made it better for me. Yeah, it like propelled your business. Yeah, and on top of that, like it kind of gave me the, not the excuse, but the reason to like, okay, well now you can't go anywhere. So you have to stay home and work on yourself. Like I've done a lot of healing this year. Like I've done so so much. Yeah, and everyone's like, 2020 sucks. And I'm like, I actually kind of like 2020. Me too. And I feel so guilty for saying it. I'm like, I've done so much like for my brand, for my health, like, and I'm just like, I feel guilty saying that 2020 has been good to me. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> like it's, we, We've lost a lot of people in our family, but at the same oh, time, no. it's like, I'm kind of like glad that we had this time to like shift back, yeah. focus on ourselves, put exactly. ourselves foot first, not put ourselves foot, but heal. <laughs> <laughs> I got what you meant, yeah. but, but it's the truth. And it's like, as humans, we were just so much in a hurry all the time. It was like, keep going, keep going, keep pushing, keep pushing. And then it just let us pause for a second and realize like what's important to us and who's important to us and like what we need to focus on instead of just always looking to do the next thing and keep going without taking a break. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So it really helped just getting back to like basics basically and Mm -hmm. taking care of yourself and I mean, so many parents, I mean, I'm sure not all of them are happy about this, but so many parents are like seeing their kids all the time. (laughs) They're like, this is great. And then the others are like, can you please take him down? please. (laughs) Give the teachers more money. (laughs) I know. Now they're like, oh, okay. So the teacher was right. Like, it's not the teacher's fault. My child is just an asshole. Like, (laughs) yeah, right. Oh my God. I've had somebody say that. Like, I didn't realize my teacher was, the teacher was legit until like I sit with this kid for the past week. (laughs) He's a dick. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So are there any apps that you use or softwares that you use that help your business grow or that have helped make your life easier? I know there's like the meditation app. I don't know. So do you recommend certain apps or software? Um, so I don't do too much with the meditation app. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do this thing called breath work and it's actually done through like Zoom. So that's been oh. really helpful. Yeah, really the, the main thing that's helped me is just like, you know, Instagram, you can really propel your business. Facebook, you have Facebook groups. You can be in a community even though you're quarantined. But there hasn't been really anything like, there's actually, uh, it's called Clipomatic. 
I think I'm gonna look that up actually real quick. I just realized that uh, Clipomatic is what I think it's called, and you can record a video in it. It will automatically put captions at the bottom. Mm. Yeah, which is really helpful because you know not everybody. Yeah, it's Clipomatic, one word. But yeah, not everybody is like sitting there listening to you. Some of them yeah. just want to like read the captions. I'm one of those people. So like, like on Instagram that. stories. Exactly. Yeah. And it'll do one minute clips and then you can upload that one minute clip onto Instagram story and then they'll split it up and you have the captions already there. Oh, that's so awesome. I need that because when I talk on my Instagram story, I'm like, okay, I don't think anybody listens to this because I don't really listen to people's story. I'd rather read the caption. It takes so long. I don't want to have to just like rewatch my video and then like type it up and then like figure it out. Like, so for that to automatically do it for me, that's Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if it does the filters. I haven't figured out how to get the filters on there, which kind of sucks because like, I really like the moon filters, but (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is, you know, (laughs) it makes your life so much easier. It's pretty accurate too. I think I only had to correct like one mistake. Oh, wow. Like and video, it's easier. Yeah. It's easy to correct it. You can just go in and yeah. oh, it'll wow. actually split it all up between like words. So you can just go in and scroll down and it's by word. And then you can just change the one word and then save it and it works. It's great. Oh, I'm definitely going to save that one. Yeah. <laughs> Write I think that it's like one five down. Bucks. Really? Yeah. And you, it's just like a one-time thing when you get it in the app store and then you're done. You're good. That's awesome. Yeah. So are you a reader? Do you read books? Yeah, I'm such a bookworm. (laughs) So what are you currently reading? And what is one book that changed your life? I actually just finished um, This Lullaby by Sarah Dessen. I've been rereading her books. It's, uh, I started rereading them like at the beginning of the pandemic, because like, when you have anxiety, a cool thing is always knowing the ending of something. So I wanted to read it and kind of get back to doing that every night. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I don't have to stress out about these stories like right before bed and be like, but does this happen or not? Like I can just (laughs) reread books I already know the ending to. And it's really kind of, it's a little girly, but it's really cool. She's like a teen self-help book, I think is what she labeled herself as. But it's like normal everyday challenges of like a senior girl in high school or something. It's like the summer between high school and college and what she's going through, how she heals and how she's heard. And it's really cool. Yeah. Like yeah. looking at them like as an adult now, because I read them in high school, I was like, damn, these are actually like really cool books for like, you know, when you're, you know, a teenager going through high school, you're like a young adult. It's like really inspiring and it's everyday things. So it's not like, you know, some crazy story or some like, uh, my best friend stopped talking to me kind of thing, like my mom is narcissistic or something. And yeah. yeah. I, I think that's, it right. <laughs> I think that's so important because there's not, that many self-help books for teenagers. I mean, maybe I just don't know of them, but it's yeah. a, a lot of the self-help books are all for like the young adult or the 40 something, 30 something. I think the teenagers need more self-help books just because once they turn 18, they're on their own pretty much. And it's like, yeah. they could be lost. But if they have like a self-help book, if they get used to reading and then they get used to like either asking for help or just being able to help themselves, like their mind, you know, and control their mind at a young age, I think that's really important. Yeah, exactly. And just knowing that like what you're going through is normal, like so normal, it's in a book. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And like what you were saying when you said, if you could go back and tell yourself, your younger self, one piece of advice would be like, it's okay. Like you'll get through this. (laughs) You're fine. You're normal. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) 
the book that um, changed my life, though, was actually The Compound Effect. Oh, I love that book. Yeah, yeah, it was like the first personal development book. And I remember reading it and it just like clicked. I was like, holy shit, I can make like these small little things and like big changes happen in your life. And it was so cool. And then, you know, kind of like, it was like catalyst for a lot of things with me helping with my anxiety. I've never been on like affirmations. And then, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, but if you say this every day, it's going to add up and eventually it's going to become your you know, your natural mindset mantra in your head. But it was because of that groundwork of that one, like, I don't know, it's like a 150 page book. It's so small. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's big. But it's so much power in that little book. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's so huge. Yeah. It's so true. And it's like, okay, if you're like battling something, if you have a goal and you're like, okay, I can never reach this goal. And it's just like little tiny things will equal out to something huge. Yeah. And, it breaks it down. And it's especially good. I actually recommended it to somebody that was struggling with addiction. And I'm like, just try for one day and then make it to the next day. And pretty soon you'll make it 30 days, you know? Yeah. If you look at it, like I can never do drugs for the rest of my life. And you're like 20, it seems so huge. But if it's mm-hmm. just like, just today, just, just tomorrow, today, just yeah. next day, like, exactly. and just keep going. It, it's so much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so what can people expect from you in the future? Like, what do you have going on in the future? Oh my God. So many things. (laughs) That's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, uh, ever since I've had this time at home, it's been like really fun to just like brain dump and get all these great ideas. I have a six month mastermind that I'm working on like a beta right now to do like a short version just to see how the content resonates with people. It's going to be super discounted. Um, I don't know when I'm releasing that because I'm still working on it. So I'm thinking like within the next month and I, I still have courses and mini minds and like all these things. I'm just like ah. trying to get them all down. And I just started my podcast like a week ago. So it's so much, it's so much fun. Yeah. That's awesome. What's your podcast? Uh, First Steps to Sanity. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's exciting. See, that's like stuff that I'm doing also. Like I just launched my podcast and then eventually I want to get into like courses and stuff like that. So that's so cool that you're doing it and you're like pushing through and getting things. So much fun. I'm not going to lie. I'm like in such this like alignment right now. I'm like ready Ah. for it. (laughs) Ah, I love it. See, like the compound effects, little steps. (laughs) Yeah. All these little things. And I'm just like, this is the best day ever. Every day is the best day. It's great. (laughs) I love that. That's so awesome. So where can people find you? So I'm most active on Instagram, which uh, is first steps to sanity and it's T-O, not the number two. And I'm doing a lot with my podcast right now. And my email list is like getting like all the good stuff. But if you go to my Instagram, you can, um, there's actually a link in my bio where it has links for everything. So you can get on the email list, you can get on all the podcasts, everything. (laughs) Awesome. And you said you have a mailing list. How often do you send out emails? Does it? Uh, Every week. Oh, cool. And it has everything with like your course and all of that. Like a couple times a year, I'll promote my course in it. But right now we're just like Luigi Wednesdays when the podcast is released and then there's an affirmation that's now like a response so they can kind of get the alignment with it and it's a cute little graphic that I'm super proud of <laughs> oh, yay, that's exciting I get so excited when I make graphics for anything that I'm doing I'm like I love this and I'm, I don't know if I'm just biased though 
I get so excited for graphics. Like I never thought I would, but I do. I get like so excited. It's the truth. Okay. Well, thanks. And I love this interview. Like I feel like it was just perfect. I don't know. I feel like the reader or the listeners will get a lot from it. So thanks awesome. for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. This is Breaking Through Barriers with Amanda Myris and Rebecca with First Steps to Sanity.